the volume. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward draft coverage. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports, like all-time NCAA scoring leader Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, and many of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round picks. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is Prime Cuts, the best of the Colin Coward podcast. A very eventful week. I talk about one of the craziest travel experiences, in fact, the craziest ever in my life. NBA great and Suns broadcaster Eddie Johnson gives his take on Chris Paul's future in Phoenix and why it gets complicated. Marcus Thompson of The Athletic on his instant reaction to Game 4, the series now tied it to a piece, and why the Suns could have missed their chance at a title. Plus my buddy John Middlecoff, former NFL scout, why John Gruden's future with the Raiders isn't very bright and might not last long. So my daughter, about six months ago, said, Dad, uh, I don't have a lot of time off this summer. I'm taking a summer class, and it's my last semester at college, and she had some stuff planned. She said, can we find three or four days to go to a place I always wanted to go to? And I said, sure, Olivia, where do you want to go? She goes, Jackson and I, Jackson's my son, He's 15, Olivia's 20. And uh, they said Jackson Hole, Wyoming. It's a ski town, uh, very nice, beautiful state, uh, sparsely populated. Uh, Biggest town near Jackson Hole, Wyoming is Jackson, Wyoming, and it's tiny. Kind of a cowboy town. Fun, though. So we booked the flight, and uh, we have an amazing time. Uh, By the way, if you ever go to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, I strongly encourage you Stay in Teton Village. You could stay in Jackson. That's awesome. Teton Village is picturesque. And the hotel I stayed at had an astronomer, the only astronomer 
in this hotel chain's business. That was as much fun as I've ever had with my kids. His name was Ryan Hennessy. Look him up, astronomer in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. We go up the mountain at 10 o'clock at night. And for the next hour and a half till, you know, 1145, he, his knowledge, his telescope, which was super deluxe. Uh, it was one of the great experiences I've ever had with my kids. Utterly fascinating. So, you know, we did the other stuff, the horse riding and the, you know, the bike riding and the, the hikes and uh, the tram up the mountain, all that fun stuff. Great food, great fun. So then we're going to leave. So it is Sunday and I'm going to leave, get back just in time to watch the NBA Finals Game 3, in which I like the Bucks to win, trailing 0-2, go back home, get the whistle, win the game, which they did. So the flight's supposed to leave at 2, which is in Wyoming, 1 o'clock Los Angeles time. All right, it's the late hour. Who cares? No big deal. And it's the latest second hour. All right. No big deal. I am not an elitist. So then they board us. About two hours, 15 minutes, they board us. Uh, we do find out that the air conditioning is broke. That's fine. No big deal. And after being on the plane about 20 minutes, the captain says, well, I was being optimistic. You're going to have to deboard, deplane. So there's some groans. Not from me, Mr. Regular Guy. I'm like, eh, whatever. Look at my kids. That's eh, life. It's not the first time. We get off the plane. We wait another hour. But the crew, it's a small plane. And, you know, a little inside information on the aviation industry. When you get cross-country flights, you know, Boston to L.A., you know, New York to L.A., you know, Seattle, Miami, you get the experience crew. You know, they, they don't do the commuter flights, the hour flights. They don't do those. So you have a very young crew, very young pilots. That's fine. Again, I am a man of the people. But the young crew, as we deplane, and it's hot now, it's 90 degrees, forgets to close the windows as they try to fix the problem. So after about an hour waiting, they get us back on the plane, and it's a sauna. The plane is at least 95 degrees, probably 100. A woman next to me, I believe, passed out. So we're on the plane for about a half hour. Not going to name the airline. I'm not here to ruin anybody's life or employment. So people literally are just, they make you wear masks, right? It's 90 degrees. The, the, the air conditioning's out. The plane is an oven. So people are walking up and like everybody's sweating. I'm not a huge sweater. I'm sopping wet. So they deplane it again. Now this gets audible groans. Everybody's a little feisty now. Now remember, this is Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Very nice town. Not a holiday weekend. That was last weekend. But nonetheless, small town and it is packed. As you know, around the country, if you've traveled at all this summer, airlines, rental cars, hotels, restaurants are absolutely packed, at least out west. So as they deplane us for the second time, we have to wait for our luggage to get off the plane. We're the last ones in the airport. For some reason, our bag just, I don't know, got stuck, broken into, mishandled. Who the hell knows? I look at my kids and I'm like, um, as we wait for our bag, get on the phone and start looking up hotels. I don't know if this town has one. Now, we stayed in Teton Village. I called our hotel. I talked to a person at that hotel. I said, can you check in the Teton Village? They said, there's not a single room. 
So all of the kids were all looking up hotels. A through D, daughter. D through L, son. M through Z, me. Finally, W, the Wyoming Inn. We find a room. Now I'm in a rural airport and I have to get to the hotel. And uh, there's not a lot of Uber drivers in Jackson, Wyoming. I get incredibly lucky. A wayward, potentially drunk sedan pulls up and I walk up to him and I say, uh, can you get us to Jackson? He says, I can, but there's somebody else here I'm picking up. And I think, oh, brother. So that person disappeared. So after about a 10 minute search, that person disappeared. My kids and I get on into this minivan with an attitude. We get to Jackson to our hotel. It's a fine hotel. The Wyoming Inn. Very nice. Not bothered at all. They have nowhere to eat. Everything's booked. We go across the street to the Sidewinder. Everything booked. Everything's an hour and a half, two hour wait. It's hot. We've been in an airport for five hours. Deplaned twice. Soaking wet. So we call an Uber driver. We got lucky. Young man picks us up. We go to four different restaurants. They're all in town jammed. I give the Uber driver a 20 and say, will you go through the drive-through at McDonald's? He's absolutely, I will. Didn't want food, gave him a 20. So we sat in line, bought 12 cars, maybe 15. This is nine o'clock at night. Mickey D's. I got a spicy chicken sandwich. Boom. Made the weekend. Uh, we go back to the hotel. Great night's sleep. Great people. We're all drained, wet, gross. The flight was canceled, but rescheduled for nine in the morning. Get up, Uber, airport, all good. We get on the flight. It's late. Not delayed. It's late. Appears to be a problem, but the crew, we're just going to take off. We get in the air. Not going to name the airline. Everything's fine. So at this point, we got about 30 to 45 minutes left on the flight back to LA. <laughs> I go to the bathroom. There's only one. It's the back of the plane. This airline, it's not Delta, and it's not the kind of airline that appears to, despite a government bailout, have a lot of money. I go to the bathroom, and then as I finish, I wash my hands. The sink will not turn off. You know how Sully Sullenberger had to land on the Hudson? I kept thinking to myself, the headline is going to be sportscaster drowns 65 people at 30,000 feet. It would not stop. The sink, I'm kicking it. I'm punching it. I'm hitting it. The sink now is overflowing in the only bathroom. This is a true story. I wish it wasn't. I wish I was just embellishing, which I'm prone to do. So I'm hitting on the sink, banging my hand on this sink, trying to jam it back in. You know how it works. You pull it out, the water comes out, and it comes out faintly. It will not stop. And apparently somebody clogged the drain because now it is now going over the little bowl area. <laughs> it starts coming onto the floor. Finally, I hit it again, and it's, I think it either ran out of water or it stopped because I didn't move it. So I take towels out. I, I you know, I, the floor, it's soaking. There's only a few. I'm using Kleenex, everything. I open the door and a lady looks at me and I think she thought I had a heart attack. 
<laughs> I said, I'm good. I'm not going to get into it. The sink didn't work. It's been a long 18 hours. I went back to my seat. It was a very nice landing. And um, then I got home and I'm not going to complain about it. I told my kids, listen, it was a humbling experience. I'm not going to let a crazy 18 hours ruin what was an amazing four days where we were entertained by astronomers, horses, bike rides, and the beautiful state of Wyoming. I strongly consider you go there. Teton Village, Jackson Hole. And that, folks, that's no biggie. Not bitter. Panicked at 30,000 feet for a couple minutes. That's my travel story. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, Start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Draft Coverage, Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports, like all-time NCAA scoring leader Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, and many of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round picks. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out the most popular trading card brands like Prism, Select, Don Russ, and more. For those NFL draft fans, get real-time trading cards after players are picked with Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Coward Draft coverage. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. 
Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We've all had that dream. Tie game, bottom of the ninth, bases loaded. Well, on FanDuel Sportsbook, you get more than one shot to swing for the fences because FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free. That's right. New users get up to 1000 bucks back in site credit if your first bet doesn't win. And it only gets better from there. Check out FanDuel's new promo live every Tuesday, $5 Dinger Tuesdays. Place a $25 wager or more on any player to hit a home run on Tuesday and get a $5 bonus in site credit for every home run hit in the game. Max 25 bucks. Make your MLB picks for the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Same game parlay is preferred. Any local player you would place a 25-plus home run wager on this Tuesday to opt in to the promotion? My pick, Shohei Otani. There's a reason FanDuel Sportsbook is America's number one sportsbook. The app is simple to use. Great odds, all different betting markets, unique fun, bet types like same game parlay, which is great. Their same game parlay is fantastic. Always on promotions to let you get more action out of every game. And when you win, FanDuel pays your winnings in as little as 24 hours. They do. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, sign up, promo code Colin to get in on the action. FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code Colin. 21 plus and present in Indiana or Jersey. First online real money wager only for risk-free bet, refund, and bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max bonus, 25 bucks a game. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gaming problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana or 1-800-GAMBLER in Jersey. I want to talk a little bit about Aaron Rodgers. Adam Schefter was talking to Chris Collinsworth and PFF and reiterated that nothing has really changed with Aaron Rodgers. He's miserable and he wants out. And we all like to hang out with a version of ourselves. You know, musicians hang out with musicians. Athletes hang out with athletes. Pretty girls hang out with pretty girls. Republicans hang out with Republicans. Liberals hang out with liberals. We all hang out with versions of ourselves. People with big egos like to hang out with people with big egos. Uh, Thoughtful people hang out with thoughtful people. And... You know, Aaron Rodgers has real deep connections to Hollywood, and it leads me into a story years ago when I worked at ESPN. I would come on about three to four times a year to do events, the ESPYs or shows, radio shows in Los Angeles. And so I got picked up for an event one time, and I was in the car for about an hour of the traffic. I had landed about three in the afternoon. L.A. traffic was predictably awful. And the, the two women that picked me up and took me to the event, one, Joan, had married and divorced an actor. And the other woman, whose name I forget, had currently dated an actor, had recently broke up and dated another actor previous to that. And so as we sat in traffic for an hour, I, as a married guy, was fascinated by it. I was just asking questions about like dating actors. So between the two women, there were three relationships with male actors. And it sounded like it was they were talking about the same guy, very needy, seeking approval. Validation was important needed to be heard, not overly self-reliant. Um, th- these are people that moved to Los Angeles chasing a dream. You know, there's an old joke about L.A. People who moved to L.A. think they were too good for their hometown. 
And when I listened to these two women, Joan and the other woman, you know, they went on and on about how difficult it was to date somebody that constantly sought approval and that it was just exhausting to date actors. And Aaron loves actors. Aaron, if you watch him since he was in Green Bay, constantly needs approval, constantly seeks to be heard, um, is deeply bothered by what virtually every quarterback goes through in the NFL. They don't ask your opinion on personnel, nor do they ask it on coaching. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback ever. Belichick didn't care. Bart Starr, Vince Lombardi didn't care. Joe Montana, Bill Walsh didn't care. That's the construct of the NFL business. It's different than the NBA. And, you know, it's funny, my childhood, a child of divorce, I had to be very self-reliant. So needy people wear me out. Uh, I've had friends, I've dropped, relationships I've ended. Uh, I, I, if you're seeking approval and pats on the back, I'm, I'm the wrong guy to hang out with. But as I, but as I watch Aaron and, you know, kind of his Hollywood friends, and I live, you know, 15 minutes now from Hollywood. So, you know, I know enough people in the business, a lot of executives, you know, behind closed doors, they talk about kind of that DNA, that, that personality makeup that you deal with constantly. It's, Hollywood's like baseball. If you're a 300 hitter, you're a Hall of Famer. You get turned down seven out of 10 times, and that's if you're a star. And Midwestern people are, if nothing else, self-reliant. You know, they don't make the most money. They don't get talked about. Uh, the jobs are harder. The weather's worse. And I've always thought Aaron is such an odd fit in Wisconsin. He's such an odd fit in the middle of the country. And, you know, when you couple that with what is transpired in the NFL over the last five years. Now, quarterbacks were always stars. They were always the most important player. But there was a time in the NFL 20 years ago, maybe even 15 years ago, that you could have a great defense and a star running back could lead your offense and you were a Super Bowl contender. And those days are gone. It doesn't matter that Buffalo or Kansas City don't have profound running games or great defenses. They've got the quarterback because the rules have all been altered to, to make the game fast, high octane and spectacularly offensive. And so now you have, you have equipped quarterbacks with even more power. So more than ever, an ability to handle that glamour, handle that stardom will become really important. Brady has handled it flawlessly, overwhelmingly for most of his career. So has Russell Wilson. So we're now giving Aaron Rodgers, whose makeup is a little Hollywood, a little needy, seeking validation, seeking his opinion be heard. We've now given him this unrivaled power, and I don't think Aaron's ever truly going to be happy. I think it bothers him that Matt Stafford ended up with that Rams roster. I think it drives him nuts that Brady, though Brady didn't have any freedom when he was Aaron's age, it drives him nuts to some degree that he's just stockpiling Super Bowl trophies, and now he has power and he's heard in the front office. You know, there's a weird stat with Aaron Rodgers that I uncovered about six or seven years ago and started discussing, and it doesn't make any sense for how profoundly successful and talented he is. He has fewer fourth quarter comebacks than Andy Dalton. Think about that. Than Matt Stafford. Why? Aaron's not a foxhole guy. Aaron's a bit of a front runner. Again, with a lead, Aaron's comfortable. Fantastic. The spotlight's on him. He's getting validation. We, we, he is basking with a lead. He's comfortable. But Aaron trailing late in games, that's not his personality. 
He tends to be more cynical than optimistic. I mean, Russell Wilson is almost corny. He's so optimistic. But look at all his fourth quarter comebacks. You know, a business guy once told me, a really successful guy, he said, you have to be optimistic to be a billionaire because all businesses, no matter how successful they are, Netflix, Amazon, DocuSign, Zoom, overcome obstacles on a daily basis. You're constantly pivoting in business. You're, it's so competitive. You have to believe you will endure. You have to believe there's a solution to your problem. And that's a really important quality to quarterbacks. You have to be optimistic, almost to a Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Andrew Luck, a level that's, that almost doesn't sound authentic. I don't think that's Aaron's personality. I think Aaron's absolutely brilliant, but I don't think he has the personality and the makeup of what you'd ideally want your quarterback to be. He's just so goddamn talented that it works. This is not a criticism of Aaron, but when you watch somebody play for a decade and you hear how he acts, you just come to certain conclusions. I remember years ago, I had said about 15 years ago on the air, I hate his body language. I think he's an unbelievable talent, but his eye rolling, he stands by himself on the sidelines. I don't like it. Then you started hearing, you know, occasional teammates criticizing then like his brother or his parents. And I, I got a lot of heat from like the Milwaukee or the Green Bay Press. And then Bob McGinn, a longtime writer who now writes for The Athletic, I believe, for the Packers, came out and acknowledged about five years ago when he left the local paper, Aaron is a lot of work. So, you know, that's why I just can't. I, I've taken Green Bay out of the Super Bowl window. I always feel like my career, I picked the right career. I talk. I talk to myself. I talk in the car. I talk when I jog. I'm a professional talker. I pick the right profession. I get to have any opinion I want. I get to talk. I really lucked into picking the perfect profession. Aaron is super talented, but I'm not sure he did. When I was watching him on Jeopardy, it was almost as if that was the perfect role. He gets to be the smartest guy in the room. He has all the answers. He gets to tell people when they're wrong. He controls essentially the tempo of the game and just has to occasionally throw to a commercial instead of a wide receiver who he disagrees with and doesn't trust. And it's not a criticism. I, I think his personality isn't ideal for a quarterback. And I go back to that stat with Aaron Rodgers where he has very few come from behind wins, which is fascinating to me. Fewer than Matt Ryan, fewer than Andy Dalton, fewer than Derek Carr. It's unexplainable other than that. Aaron feels he's special, wants to be heard, is not about overcoming, is kind of a needy guy, which is the opposite of people who wear cheese hats at 50 years old and go to his games and sit in nine degree weather to cheer on Aaron Rodgers. We bring on Eddie Johnson. I don't know if you remember Eddie playing. I'm in my 50s, 17 years, beautiful jumper. And what very few players do is end up as great broadcasters. He's one of them for the Phoenix Suns. He's been a sixth man of the year. You last 17 years in this league. You had to be coachable. You had to, you had to know your stuff. If Chris Paul demanded a four-year deal, I'm not sure I'd resign him. At three, I would. Um, take me to your opinion on what do you do with a 36-year-old point guard with some injuries? Hey, he, he's the president of Players Association. They don't take pay cuts. Drew Brees right. did not take a pay cut when he was the Players Association guy. Now, when he wasn't, he took a pay cut. Chris is right. not going to take a pay cut. Where do you where do you land on bringing him back or potentially saying, 
okay, now we've reached a point where it's Booker and DeAndre's team and maybe just one championship we can live with and then vie for the next three years for the next one. I think the challenge for Chris and the Suns, more so the Suns, obviously, is they win the title. Uh, it's only one player that's walked away from his team as a free agent. And that was Kawhi. I can't see Chris doing it. I can't. I, I, I think he saw what happened in the Kawhi situation. If Kawhi had stayed in Toronto, I think they probably would have won again. Who knows? Uh, I think Chris is, is settled here. He's very good friends with James Jones. He's very good friends with Monty Williams. He's very good friends with, with Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. I mean, he has the perfect world. If he's still interested in a ton of money, I don't know if they can give him four years, but I do know that they intend to try to keep him. And I, I think they're going to be very aggressive in trying to keep him. So, and he also knows, Colin, that they have to get better. I mean, even though they're in the finals, if they're going to compete with the Lakers next year and the Clippers next year and Philadelphia, whatever they do, and Brooklyn, they got to get stronger. Right. They got to go out and find some big bodies and get stronger. And in order to do that, you can't be over the cap. So it's going to fall really into his corner. But I actually believe this is where he wants to be. And I think they'll find a way to work it out. You know, it's interesting because Jay Crowder is actually a very valuable player because of his physical nature, a three and D guy. DeAndre Ayton, it was uh, the other day I got into a discussion with a buddy of mine and I said, what would you draft? Because you have Chris Paul, you have his backup. I, I, we were both talking about what you would draft, and I said, I, I think if you're Phoenix, you could just draft best player available, but the way it, you're making it sound is you have to go after muscle. You'd want another big. Yes, they do. You see what's happening now. I mean, Shark went down, and I told people, I said, that might not look like it was major, but it really is because DeAndre hadn't been in foul trouble, and so we didn't have to worry about it. But lo and behold, he got in foul trouble, and they had no one to guard Giannis. And they just need some more physicality back there. They got a young kid on the bench right now. He's not totally ready. Jalen Smith, I think, eventually will be. Uh, but they just need some 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 bulk. Like, you know, the Bucks have with Bobby Portis, bringing him off the bench. That's right. A guy that can just yeah. in there, beat you up, play a role, uh, that kind of guy. And, and that's what they're going to need. And it's going to be tough. If they got to pay out a lot of money and not be able to go get a guy like that. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward draft coverage. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience 
with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports, like all-time NCAA scoring leader Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, and many of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round picks. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out the most popular trading card brands like Prism, Select, Don Russ, and more. For those NFL draft fans, get real-time trading cards after players are picked with Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Coward Draft coverage. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let's bring in John Middlecoff, former NFL scout. He is the host of the 3 and Out podcast. We are going to... um. I'm not going to I'm not going to give it away but we're going to have some big news with John Middlecoff soon. I'm going to leave it at that. You know, I in terms of going into predictions, the other thing I'll I'll, I'll throw this out to you because of your Bay Area knowledge. I had the Raiders at 7 and 10 and there was there was two sticking points for me. One, I think they have for the last 3 years reached in the draft. I don't think they're very good at it. Secondly, I think their offensive line now is becoming more dependent on Richie Incognito in his late 30s. Trent Brown is gone. Gabe Jackson's gone. And the other thing is, I think it's not a line of bullshit, but I think think Gruden's kind of highly energized, highly optimistic worldview, I think some players are going to start tuning him out. Where do you see the Raiders this year? Yeah, I, I think the AFC is loaded. First and foremost, you know, it took 11 wins to get in the playoffs last year. The Raiders, who actually at one point in time, I think were six and three, and it looked like they had a chance. They missed the playoffs last year by three games. Three. That's a large margin. And they have the Chiefs in their division, which they actually play pretty well. But I mean, the Chiefs are way better. And then if the Chargers coach is just solid, yeah. there's more talent there. Yeah. I also think, like you said, they could take a little bit of step back on offense because their offensive line and their defense, they're drafting. They're 
Mike Mayock, we followed his career for a decade plus or whatever on NFL right. Network. And he always had these, he had Khalil Mack over Clowney. It was like always like he, football guys swore by him. Yeah. And then he gets with Gruden and now he's taken, if he would have had in his ranking, some of the guys he took, it would have been the biggest story for you guys like me and you in March, right? We'd have been talking about what? This doesn't make any sense. He has this player. And then it's Gruden. I mean, that's what happens when you give a guy a hundred million dollars. He's a terrible personnel guy. I think it's proven he's pretty good on offense. Yeah. He knows nothing about defense. He took a decade away. His handpicked guy he had to fire midseason last year. He brings in Gus Bradley. So now they're pivoting on players that they already had invested in the last several years who weren't that good anyway. But you've invested high picks in these guys. So they're kind of spinning in neutral when the AFC Cleveland got their act together. Now, Baltimore's a powerhouse. The Chargers might have a star quarterback. The Colts are rolling, right? The the AFC East could be really good. The Bills are good. The Dolphins are good. If the Patriots just kind of get solid, it's just going to be very, very difficult for them. And they do. The, the crazy part is if we like, well, they just haven't figured out the quarterback. Their quarterback has actually been pretty solid. Yeah, Derek's right? fine. You know, who, who can't, when you have a solid quarterback, if your coach is making $10 million, you should be, if they miss the playoffs, you're four. Miss, I mean, that's pretty nuts, John. John. It's been it's you nailed not, it. I mean, you said you don't take that long away and come back in an industry like this, and it clearly yeah, you, it I mean, can't be done. I mean, the two industries that we talk about a lot, technology and the NFL, I think they're really hard industries to leave and then for ten years and come back. They're very fluid, fast changing, often pivoting industries. And you know something else about Gruden, and I like John, but you know Chris Ballard. I'm a friend of Chris Ballard and Tom Telesco the Chargers GM and the Colts GM, and they both have the same personality. They're they're stoic. They're very bottom line. They're not emotional. I think when you get into personnel, John, and you're a former NFL scout, you really, there is value in not being highly emotional. You cannot fall in love with players. You can fall in love with traits. You can't fall in love with players. John falls in love with players. Well, then falls out of love. Right. Really fast. And I think that with the way you describe those two guys and I know Andy has Veach now, uh, but Andy's a lot like that, too. And I think Veach has kind of taken on that personality with the Chiefs. They are, you know, if the guy's not working out, they'll pivot, but they don't get tied to a guy that they have to have. They can move. Well, Gruden, I have to have this guy. Well, John, instead of taking him at 17, you can get this guy in the middle of the second round. To me, the draft is one big marketplace. It's not just knowing like how good the player is. You have to know what his price is going to be. You know, you wouldn't pay $5 million for a million dollar home. And that's where the best general managers know the Ballards, the Veaches, the John Schneiders know that they can trade back and get a guy. That's why everyone freaks out. It's not that these guys are terrible players, but you didn't need to take them there. You could have taken them two rounds later that's and right. taken another guy and still got the player. And then if that guy doesn't become good, you're kicking yourself. And it's happened to them now countless times. The guys they pass on because of the guy they have to have. Because, of course, John, I got to have this guy. And then two years later, when he can't play, he's freaking out and firing people. So I bring on my friend Marcus Thompson, the athletic. So my, my, my opening takeaway, Marcus, Chris Paul, when well-rested, looks just absolutely fantastic. But Chris Paul, later in a series... When he doesn't have big rest, I thought Chris looked so tired and so worn out tonight. And I thought to myself, if I'm Phoenix, I'm watching that game thinking, I'm not signing Chris Paul to a three-year deal. What did you make of Chris Paul's performance? Let's start with that. It's rough. 
It's, it's, you know, that's 15 turnovers in three games. This is yeah. very un-Chris Paul-like. I, I do think he looks 36 years old. I do think we're seeing Chris Paul, you know, some of the issues we've had seeing him sustain for a long series. Think, I mean, this might be three more games, right? He might have to knuckle it up for three more games. It, he, he's got to play better. He's got to bounce back. He's doing pretty good at kind of orchestrating things. He's still the, the the consummate floor general. The problem is they're set up for him to be more than that. He can't be out there just, okay, here you go, Book. Here you go, Aiden. You kind of need Chris Paul to get you 25, right? So I, I think uh, it's surprising to see him turn the ball over like this, but also they got to figure out a counter because I don't know what Mike Budenholzer was doing game one. But game two, he said, hey, Drew, I want you on Chris Paul and I want you to just harass him and I want you to stay with him. And it's been a problem for Chris Paul. It's been a big problem. And if they don't figure that out, they they this could go down as the latest and a list of uh, disappointing ends for Chris Paul. Well, on holidays, 30 pounds heavier. I mean, Drew didn't shoot the ball particularly well, but, you know, it's funny, like they need Middleton to be a shot maker. They need Giannis to give them 30. They don't need Drew Holiday. I mean, they've, they've got some depth. they got an eight-man rotation. They don't need Holiday to be a great offensive player. I thought tonight, I thought he kind of pushed Chris around, forced him off, you know, forced him to the side he's not comfortable with. And I sat there and I watched Drew Holiday and I'm like, I don't need his points tonight. I thought he was a I thought he was a huge factor on the defensive end. You know, he's a funny player that we've if you've watched if you watch the league like we do, he's a very, very good player. He just hasn't, you know, he doesn't get on TV a lot. This is a high profile series for him. Now people are pushing back, going, you know, everybody tells me that Drew Holiday is underrated. Now he's overrated because I hear how often he's underrated. But I thought tonight you could make an argument tonight he was as valuable as anybody on the floor except Chris Middleton. But I'm still on the Drew Holiday is underrated bandwagon. Don't don't kick me off yet. I'm still with it. <laughs> I'm still feeling like I'm still feeling like Drew. Like we got to respect Drew's name and his game because look, I mean, I'm being a little facetious here, but yeah, Drew Drew has stunk it up on offense more than you thought. You know, yeah, you know, some people are calling him Drew Bledsoe, right? Like, <laughs> but, but man, it's hard. It's hard to do what he's doing. It it's hard. To, like this is Chris Paul we're talking about. This isn't Patrick Beverly, right? This isn't like you know Monte Morris, right? This is Chris Paul. This is one of the all time greats, and his assignment is to make his life miserable and make right. him less than the player he was. So you just you just need this, right? You need him to do that, and he's done it with Kevin Durant. Like he's done it. Like you pick the player, right? You, the the series. He's done it. So I think it's actually incredible. And they do need his offense. But if they could get something from Pat Connaughton and Brooke Lopez. That's right. They, That's they right. Need it, need it, right. Like, But if, if Pat Connaughton is airballing threes, then you kind of need Drew. I feel like if Drew is hitting shots, you can't beat Milwaukee. Right. But it, well, if Drew and Middleton are hitting shots with Giannis being Giannis, you're not beating Milwaukee. But. The, the, the reason you could beat Milwaukee is because those dudes, all three of them don't hit shots all the time, right? But yeah, right. the job he's doing on Chris Paul, you know what it reminds me of? You know what it reminds me of, Colin? And I don't know how this is going to shake out in finals MVP. I don't think we're going to put Drew in there, but this reminds me of LeBron being guarded by Iguodala in 2015. And he didn't stop LeBron, 
but he just made his life so difficult that over time it had this cumulative effect. Right. Yeah. And obviously Chris Paul is not putting up the numbers that LeBron was putting up back then. Like it's, you know, you look at some of those Bron numbers is like 40 point triple doubles. And it's like, how are we praising Iguodala? You know, but he got his percentage down. He made him work. And by the end of the series, Bron was looking around at Matthew Della Vadova and them like, yo, can I, can I get some kind of help? I feel like Drew is that figure on this team where he's like, look, I'm just going to take the best. Well, the, the the head of the snake, and I'm going to make this dude not want to be here, <laughs> right? Like, I'm going to make right. him miserable. And that, for me, that's a pretty significant feat at this level. So, you know, I still like Phoenix to win this series. It feels like I picked Phoenix in six. I'll pick them in seven. They finished the season and the series at home. Uh, I do think, you know, th- they prefer an up-tempo and they're not getting it as often as they'd like. Booker was phenomenal tonight. I mean, the, the, the call at the end of the game, we can argue about. But, you know, come on. It, it, the intensity in the last six to eight yeah. minutes of that game, we, we just got to get over it. That's the reality of it. You're going to – stars are going to – they don't – referees don't want to foul out stars. I mean, that was my I mean, take lost, on. so we could swallow it, right? Like, if you had right. won, we'd have been pandemonium in the streets. <laughs> but I, I, I do look at Phoenix, and here's the upside. Chris Paul was a complete non-factor, in fact, was fairly miserable. And that game came down to the last minute and a half. Like, I think if I walk out of here, you know, if I walk out of here and I'm Phoenix and two of the next three are at home, I still like Phoenix. Your thoughts? I mean, I agree. Like, these aren't, I mean, game three, you know, Milwaukee ran away. But, you know, they, they this was a survival right here. Like That's right. A couple plays go a different, different way. You know, Giannis doesn't get that block, right? Like, you're talking about something different. So, I don't think they're out of the woods. All they did was hold serve. They have to win in Phoenix. I don't know how they're going to do that. <laughs> I mean, that's the problem. They got to win in Phoenix. Phoenix is incredible at home. Because in Phoenix, like, Mikael Bridges becomes an all-star. Yeah, right? like like Cam Johnson never misses. Right. You got to deal with Jake. <laughs> like in Phoenix, these dudes are nuts. They're so high octane. They play at the pace you were talking about. Well, Marcus, they're so young. Young yes. teams play great at home. But but look, Colin, this is what this is where if I'm in Milwaukee, I have some hope. These dudes have never felt this before. This pressure they're about to feel for the next two days before a game. They've never been in a game five in the finals with everything on the line. They've never done yeah. that. Remember that? Remember the, remember the Clippers closeout game at yes. home? And they stunk. The Phoenix yes. was so tight. I'm just, I'm just like, we, we don't know how they will respond, right? Uh, you, you figure Chris Paul will bounce back. The dude is too good. Book is going to be book, right? We know he's going to be. Um, Aiden has been one of the most consistent players. It comes down to Mikhail Bridget. Well, it comes down to Chris Paul not looking like he looks tonight, right? But do you throw in? It's the Mikhail Bridges. It's the Cam Johnson, right? It's their, It's the campaigns. Phoenix has this, like, conveyor belt of really good role players. I wonder how they are feeling right now. How are those shots now that this series 2-2 and it's game five and it's time, right? I mean, how will Giannis fare at the free throw line, right? Like this, now now we got a series, Colin. Now it's about to go down. And if I'm Milwaukee, I'm saying 
I don't I don't know if these dudes are cut like that. They haven't been through this. Uh, they are. They aren't even supposed to be here yet. Right. They've got to skip the step. So maybe they aren't ready, but I wouldn't put money on it because Phoenix is really good at home. That wraps it up for the week. We're heading into another big week here at The Volume. Make sure to subscribe and follow us at The Volume Sports on Twitter and Instagram. The Volume. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.